Gulfstream, Auburn, yesterday evening. Christopher Harris, a 22-year-old of Tuskegee student support, and address learning and knowledge gaps. And a look at your forecast today, mostly cloudy with highs reaching 55 degrees, 30% chance of rain today, and tonight a 40% chance of rain, mostly cloudy with temperatures dropping to 38 degrees. It's currently 47, mostly cloudy in Auburn, Opelika, and Lee County. Making 6 a.m. great again. This is Auburn Opelika This Morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. It's now time for a finance Friday with our own Lindsey Crosby. What is today's topic? So we touched on prop betting during the sports segment. Yeah. And we touched on, you know, you know, pretty much sports betting. But the legislature is considering a whole thing about gambling this year. And so I want to talk about it. Okay. Yeah, and the money involved in it. So for those of you who um, who may or may not remember, back in 1999, Governor Siegelman had a constitutional amendment that the voters could vote on um, whether or not to authorize a lottery in Alabama. Uh, it failed 54 to 46. Um, there were some... There was some opposition from some religious groups, as well as there was a little bit of controversy uh, from some other things happening in his administration. So it failed. Since 1999, 180 bills have been introduced in the legislature trying to authorize another public vote on a lottery. Mm-hmm. So it has been... Um, you know, I can't do math in my head, but it's been like 22 years since we've had a chance to have our say. So back in February, actually Valentine's Day, interesting day for this, Governor Kay Ivey uh, issued an executive order creating the Study Group on Gambling Policy, 15-person group, um, some notable people on there, former State Treasurer Young Boozer, uh, former Montgomery Mayor Strange. But their job was to study the feasibility of a lottery of casinos, of sports betting, all of that in the state, how it would work, get public opinion, figure out uh, dollar figures and tax revenue and all that stuff. And the report came out just recently, and now there are bills in both houses of the state legislature to talk about gambling. All right. So let's kind of break down what they, uh, what they figured out, what, the, what it looks like financially if we were to do these and some of our options. Uh, the, the big takeaway dollar-wise, that's the first thing everybody's going to want to know about, is if we legalized all three of those things, so lottery, casinos, and sports betting, it was somewhere between $510 to $710 million annually in revenue to the state. Now, that's not weighted equally. Uh, The lottery... Let me ask you this real quick, because I've talked to... You know, people on this show before, you know, elected officials, state senators and reps and things like that. And I've asked them about this and everybody sees that number, but like that money comes from somewhere. So like money that they would spend extra on eating out on an Alabama restaurant or if they were to go maybe see a movie or things like that. I mean, it comes from somewhere else. It's not like Alabamians have an extra, you know, several million dollars just pop up out of somewhere. So I, I think that's important to note. Yes, yes. It's not a – there is some cannibalism of other revenues in there. From what I understand – and this this report's 876 pages, so I haven't actually read every page of this report. I did not have time last night. to. I got through maybe a couple hundred of them. Didn't have time to get them all. I'm a fast reader. Uh, but that is what they l- would look at as far as the net 
And from what I understand, part of it is is being able to capture revenue that we're not capturing now. So one source of it is capturing revenue from people who are purchasing tickets but in neighboring states. Sure. All the states around us have a lottery, and Georgia has the second most popular revenue in the country, Flor- uh, most popular lottery. Florida has the fourth most popular. Mm-hmm. So those are very strong lotteries. Sure. And there's a lot of uh, – the the economic development term is called leakage. It's money that leaves your area and goes to a different market. So part of it is capturing that. Right. The second part of it is understanding that what happens right now in Atmore, Wetumpka, and Montgomery on the Porch Band of Creek Indians uh, sovereign territory, there is zero revenue captured by the state in uh, from there. Mm-hmm. Because the way that works is – Again, that is sovereign territory that is outside of the jurisdiction of the state of Alabama. So we cannot levy taxes on what happens there. We cannot capture any of that revenue. So there is a little bit of, of cannibalism of sales tax revenues, of other revenues. But this, this report says supposedly that is the net, is five to $700 million. And it's not distributed equally. Uh, the lottery is about two to $300 million of that. Casinos are the biggest part, three to $400 million. Sports betting's only about ten million dollars of that. Yeah. Um, now, the two the two big takeaways from the study group is here are the two things that they said um, that they they figured out is gambling will work, and they feel that the advantages outweigh the disadvantages. Okay. So the the advantages are pretty are mostly economic. The, the advantages are that dollar figure. And then the advantages are the estimation it would be about 19,000 jobs would be created mm-hmm. and that the most of them would have a higher wage than the state's current average annual income. So that's pretty much that. And then the, the capital improvements to build these facilities, that's pretty much the, the economic incentive. The disadvantage you have uh, is more behind the people who are doing this. Uh, there's a common... Th- thought behind gambling and behind lotteries where they they end up being regressive. The people who can least afford to spend the money on something like a lottery or gambling are the people who are most likely to do it. So the the, the criticism of something there is that these people, you know, it's usually lower income people who have less financial stability. They're the ones playing the lottery most often. They're the ones playing going to casinos most often. Um, so that's that's a concern, as well as gambling addiction and things like that. And this group actually recommends taking a small, small portion of that revenue and putting it aside to help with um, help with gambling issues, help with you know gambling addiction and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a big part of it is is awareness. And then the second big takeaway from the study is that we need a single authority to regulate, administer, and enforce the laws. And ideally, it's not going to be a state agency. So the most, the, the most effective system that we've seen in other states has been where you get a, a, a publicly owned corporation. Uh, the board of directors is appointed by the governor, approved by, by the Senate, and they run it independent of the state. So they decide how best to administer the casinos, how best to administer the lottery, and how best to administer sports betting. Um, it's an interesting idea. 
There's a lot of other things in here as far as the different options we can do, what has to happen to make them happen, and the different setup. But first, let's do weather. All right. This weather brought to you by our friends at Energy Savers for prompt and friendly service for your cooling and heating system. Call Energy Savers at 749-9300. Turn to the experts. A 30% chance of rain today, high of 55, and tonight a 40% chance of rain. Temperatures dropping to 38 degrees. And tomorrow, your Saturday, an 80% chance of showers, high of 46, and a 70% chance of rain tomorrow night, with temperatures dropping to 38 degrees. It's 47 and cloudy in Auburn, Opelika, and Lee County. The Focus on the Family Minute is brought to you by Jewelry Blackerby. It's a Finance Friday. Zach Blackerby, Lindsey Crosby. Lindsey's talking about that gambling. Yep. Talking about that gambling. Uh, had a comment from a friend of the program over the break. Said a lottery is a tax on the uh, mathematically challenged. Like I said, a lottery is considered to be something kind of regressive. Because the people who can least afford it, people who don't really understand the odds and stuff that much, are the ones who spend the most money on it. And I'll be honest. If I see a pot get to three-quarters of a billion dollars, I will go buy a couple of lottery tickets. I understand the odds. It's just entertaining for me. I'll spend $4 on tickets because I get $4 of enjoyment out of talking about what am I going to do if I win $750 million. Right. You know, but the people who spend 30 40 bucks a week on it, like that's the issue you run into with the lottery. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of people call it the poor tax. Yeah. And that's – um, Yeah. But once again, like, should they have the right to do that with their money? And it's like, yeah. yes. I one, you know, what, one of the big counter arguments to that, like you just alluded to, is the fact that it's a choice. They mm-hmm. are choosing to do that versus them being taxed against their will. So yeah, and like one of the things you mentioned as far as like storing money to the side to like deal with like gambling addiction and all that. It's like it's still all choices. Like yeah. I know. There's a lot of government agencies that just w- want to act like they can make decisions that are best for people. But e- even like, it's okay if people don't make the best decisions. It's still their decision to make. And so, uh, I'm excited to see what happens with all of this. Yeah. And the way that I see it is, we have five different outcomes that can come out of the legislative session. Okay. So five. Five different outcomes. Yeah. Here we go. All right. So option one is just maintain the status quo. Nothing changes. Nothing changes. Now, there's going to be few, if any, benefits to the state if we do that. Because, again, anything that happens um, on the property of the Porch Banner Creek Indians, uh, Alabama has no gets no revenue from that, captures nothing from that. Okay. Uh, there is a couple places, like like a Victory Land up the road. Um, the legal status of that is in question. About the last 10 years or so, the attorney generals of the state have kind of been against that, and it's there's not enough there to really – Money is a powerful thing. All right, what's number two? Number two is prohibit gambling and provide some sort of uniform enforcement that does not now exist. Um, I don't really see that happening because that's just picking a fight with the Porch Bandit Creek Indians. Um, Option three, prohibit all forms of gambling except for a lottery. So just allow a lottery. Don't allow expanded casino stuff. Don't allow sports betting. Mm, Okay. Um, Option four, Allow expanded gambling on a limited basis, possibly by geographic locations. And this, I think, is going to come up because the Porch Band of Creek Indians has actually proposed a compact with the state for this. So they've proposed a revenue-sharing agreement where the state would receive some revenue from the three locations they have now. 
and the 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 Creek Indians would be allowed to establish two new casinos, one in the Birmingham area and one in northeast Alabama. And in return, they would receive exclusive rights to casino games in the state for the next 25 years. Mm. The end of 25 years, we have the ability to allow two other locations to open that are not owned and controlled by the Porch Brandon Creek Indians. Now, anything now the what makes this difficult is any sort of compact between the state and the Porch Brandon Creek Indians has to also be signed by the Secretary of the Interior. Now, did a little research. Um, Deb Halland is the nominee to be Secretary of the Interior. Deb. Deb Halland, former rep for New Mexico. Um, she would be the first Native American to be the Secretary of the Interior. Before she was elected to office, and I think it was 2015, she ran a corporation that managed two casinos on Indian land in New Mexico. So I think she probably would be amenable to this compact. So if we chose to to do the Porch Banner Creek Indians proposal, that's what would happen. Now, they have said that the way this would work is they would put a a – um, a trust fund together where every county would receive an equal distribution of the revenue that was earned from, like, the state's portion of the revenue that was earned from the gambling operations, both the existing and the expanded, and that money would be distributed for education purposes in each of Alabama's counties, I think equally. I'm not quite sure. Um, so, interesting idea. And then the fifth option, and I don't think this is going to be likely, but the fifth option is just a full expansion of gambling, including lottery, and casinos. Just just do it all. Do it all. It's like that little Caesars commercials. They're like, there are no rules. There are no rules. Yeah. Which, you know, there's a lot of things in the legislature this year that are, like, I've been, like, there's a lot of things that can change in the legislature this year. There's uh, bills about medical marijuana. Right. There's bills, obviously, about lottery and gambling. Uh, we're, we just talked about at-home delivery of booze. Like, my mom has oftentimes brought stuff to me from Texas when she's driven out to visit. Like, she's brought stuff to me that I can't find here. But I, you could just have it mailed to you. You could just have it shipped to you. So a lot of different options. Not quite sure where we're going to go with this. But it'll be interesting to see my ultimate goal, whichever of, the, of, the, of two through five they pick. Because option one, nothing changes. Mm-hmm. Two through five require constitutional amendment. I just want the voters to have a say. I just want the voters to have a chance to vote yes or no on what they want. We like democracy here on Auburn Opelika this morning. Big fan of democracy. Zach and Lindsay here with you coming up your local news. Then we will be joined by Dr. Bill Hutto and Dr. Jim Witte. Talk a little Auburn Aviation, Auburn Airport, and uh, a lot of other things. All that coming up right here on Auburn Opelika this morning. Global Resources. We are-